0: Dot net.
1: Hawkeyes will try to upset number four, Michigan at home Saturday. Now, the Wolverines haven't won in Iowa City since 2005. Cyclones face unbeaten Kansas on the road. Vikings in London as a prep for Sunday's game against the Saints. Now, even though the White Sox lost to the Twins last night, they still haven't been mathematically eliminated from the AL wildcard race. I'm Ronza Moss. <laughs> From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where Wednesday is Mug Day with $7 Cousin Cocktails, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon.
2: Welcome back, Millie Kondis voice. You love those updates. She's well, got quite a unique voice. Yes, which is an important thing, Misses. And, and where's it, this? Is national or it is comes, it local? Well,
0: it's made local or local, but it's a national. Is in this building, no, but it's made by a national person. Gotcha. There is going to all the local markets with different updates. Gotcha. So does I this think. air during Murphy and Andy and mm-hmm. the drive? Yeah, everything.
2: Ron Moss is busy. Well, I don't know if it's Ron's all day long. I mean, that's a lot of work. It's a lot to ask for, Ronza. Fair, Trent, trend, fair point. Fair point. All right, let's uh, move on. Hour number two. Welcome back to it. Uh, Trent Condon and Ken Miller were with you until noon. John Bowen camp momentarily. Mitch Holt is the voice of those Kansas City Chiefs. He's coming up Chiefs in Tampa Bay. I just saw the, uh, a weather um, following some of this Hurricane Ian stuff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The number of meteorologists pointing out. Winds, uh, gusts as high as
0: 200, 200 miles an hour. Well, the good news is we have Holy a mackerel. self-proclaimed meteorology expert in our next guest, John Bowen Camp. That's right. He knows That's about right. trains. He knows about weather. Scorecards, scorecards, yes. Score baseball, cards. immaculate. He is also yes. the self-proclaimed wise owl. You wear a lot of hats, Bowen Camp, <laughs> and does it well.
3: I do. I, yeah, I try to keep busy. So you, you can't just you can't just pin yourself down to one. Thing. No, you have to, you have to. You know, you have to be. You know, the, the a jack of all trades, I guess. A false. They always say, they always say that jack of all trades, master of none, but not in my case.
2: No, indeed. Hey, are you going to come over to uh, Clinton tomorrow night and spend some time with us?
3: No, I oh, wanted come to, on. but I got I had some things scheduled, so I won't be able to do it. Otherwise, I would. Be that's
2: so, too bad. Love to uh, love we'll to see. We'll
3: do this you. another time. Okay,
2: I uh, deal. Right. We'll, we'll hold you to it. Uh, hopefully yeah. next summer in Chicago, where the Big Ten Media mm. Day should be. But I'm starting to get the sense that you're going to West
0: Virginia for Big Twelve next yeah, year. Yeah, I you? think I,
2: I think that's the. Uh, The suits are having their deal there. Ah, I'm not so sure. Yeah, anyways. So, John, let's talk about yesterday, what you heard, what you saw, what you were able to to glean. Uh, Let's start with Keegan Johnson. I know that there was a lot of anticipation uh, about the question, uh, what what, uh, his availability was going to be this weekend and how Kirk was going to answer it as far as going forward. Would he provide any clarity to the rest of the year? He didn't. Said he wouldn't play this week. What's your thought, what's your take? What are you hearing on Keegan Johnson? Is this a legit week to week thing for him, John?
3: That's the way it sounds. I mean, I mean and, and Kirk said that yesterday. And um again, I, I like I said, I've never really gotten a definitive, you know, whatever this is, but um, you know, clearly it's something that, that just isn't going away, whatever it is. And, you know, whether it's a hamstring, you know, and and I've seen that happen especially, you know, with with wide receivers, I I remember back in the nineties when I was covering the Rams and Isaac Bruce had issues, you know, with a hamstring and that lasted all year basically. So you know, if that's what it is, I don't know, but I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different things. I think that for whatever reason, he just can't get rid of this and can't get healthy. And so you know, in my mind, it's like whatever you get out of him this year, you're going to get. I, I wouldn't expect a whole lot more, you know.
0: It's frustrating. It feels like there's another level here, and now we go from the newsy item and what Kirk had to say about it to a little more speculation. This has been something that's going on since December. This has been injuries, questions about is he pushing himself hard enough? The staff, you know, the training staff, all these different things. It's just it's such an odd story. We know we're never going to get the full story from Iowa at this point in time, but. There are more layers at the very least. Can we, can we say that out loud without getting ourselves in trouble? There's more to this story than just a hamstring injury.
3: I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, that's the thing. It's like everything, everything is all speculation, but whatever it is, it's taken a long time to, mm-hmm. to work itself out. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things I look at that offense right now and I'm like, look, this is what they've got at receiver and all that. And I'm not really counting him in that group right now just because it is a day-to-day, week-to-week thing. And so, um, you know, like I said, I, I, I hate to speculate on what it could be and, and what, you know, you know, you hear so many different things and, and you know, it might be this, it might be that. So I, I, like I said, who knows? But right now it's just, like I said, whatever they get out of him this year is, is just going to be something you're not going to expect i think one way or the other i mean i think you just have to plan on this is the group you've got and this is what you're going to be in. if he's back great and if he's not well he's not you know
2: what's uh arlen bruce's uh situation as far as health because he's had a i mean he was very active uh in the uh, south dakota state game likewise uh, did some damage in nevada and they certainly was thrown at a bunch iowa state one catch and then rutgers just one catch for five yards is he banged up john
3: might be a little bit, but then again, a lot of that probably is just the, the work he had to do, you know, in those first couple yeah. of weeks when he was basically the only one. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so, I mean, you know, I mean, maybe it's a, a you know, I always hate that term load management, <laughs> but maybe it's something along those lines, like, you know, look, we got a long season. Let's, let's try to have, you know, let's try to do this, try to do that, you know, to, to, to keep him healthy. But and then part of it too is I mean he was really good early on, so there maybe defenses that are just taking him away when he's out there. You know, so and saying, look, you know, we'll we'll take our chances with somebody else. And if you look at the number of targets the other day, you know, the wide receivers weren't targeted very much. It was all tight ends and it was running backs and short passes and, and that was what they were getting, I think, on offense.
0: So, uh, listening to the players and some of their interviews from yesterday, John, as you were there, uh, heard a lot about talking about Michigan and and not a whole lot of guys in this room. They weren't recruited by Michigan. I believe, uh, if I remember correctly, the 2002 game, Kirk also used that same trope. Is that right? My buddy was on the team Uh. as a walk-on, and he said as they got ready to go out on the field at Michigan Stadium, he said, look around. Nobody had an offer from this team you got a chance to beat them, and they went out there and and maybe played their game of the season that year in a great season as they won it thirty four to nine. Kirk going back to the well again twenty years later and using that one saying, "Hey, this program didn't think you were good enough." Hmm. Does it have any chance to work?
3: Sure. I mean, I, I think mo- motivation always works for a while, right. you know, and then eventually, you know, then eventually it comes. The ball down goes in the air. Yeah. Well, once once everything kind of gets going, then it just comes a matter, down to a matter of execution and making sure the opponent doesn't, you know, execute. It's what it wants to do. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I think there's some motivation there. I mean, I, you know, Kayvon Merriweather yesterday said about so they asked him if Michigan recruited him, and he's like, why? You know, <laughs> because I was a zero star recruit out of high school. Instead. Um, you know, and I mean, he was. He was, he was going to be a basketball player, you know, and you look at kind of what he's developed, so I do think he's going to play that a little bit with some of these guys that, you know, look, these guys you know, they're a different level than we are, but we've got this, you know, that sort of thing. But they seemed pretty focused yesterday, listening to those players. And, you know, a lot was brought up about last year's game and and, and how that ended and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the score of that game. And, and the guys brought it up and said, yeah, but it's a new year, it's a new team, that sort of thing. So, um, you know, like I said, The motivation works to a certain point, and then eventually you've got to go out and play the game.
2: And Michigan's going to go and play against a defense that uh, quite honestly just haven't played against a defense of this caliber yet, which, which gives me... Uh, if you're a Hawkeye fan, it gives you hope that this game uh, is is has got a chance, right? That, that I was going to have an opportunity to make a play uh, and, and maybe pull off a, a win as a double-digit dog in this. The defense is playing exceptionally well. Uh, Schulte just blows me away uh, seemingly every day. Cooper DeGene is a star. We know about the linebackers, what they brought to the field. It's so good, John. Uh, the speculation before the season is, believe it or not, this defense could be better than last year. I think it has mm-hmm. been.
3: I think it has been, too. And I thought last year's defense was probably one of the best that, that Kirk's had. Mm-hmm. So that kind of tells you what I think of, of this group. And, you know, I was talking with somebody about him yesterday, and I said, you know, the, it, the one thing and why I give Iowa a chance, a good chance on Saturday, I mean, obviously they're playing at home, but the other is that defense is going to keep them in every game this year. And, and this defense now is starting to force turnovers. This team now is starting to, to, to do – some of the things it did last year, it's starting to feel, you know, it, it just feels more and more like last year with what this defense can do. And, you know, if if you keep somebody close, that gives you a chance in the fourth quarter if you play well and, and don't make mistakes. And so I think what you've seen the last couple of games is they're not making mistakes. They're forcing turnovers. It, they're they're starting to kind of develop an identity here. And the, to me, the biggest part of this identity is this defense and how
4: good they play.
0: Not being flippant here. Mm-hmm. How many points does the defense have to score, or at the very least, shedding, setting up short fields here? I don't think they can beat Michigan by winning fourteen, thirteen, twelve, ten. Some of the scores from the past. I think they got to get to a minimum of twenty, maybe even twenty-four to get this. How often does the defense have to chip in to make that happen?
3: I think it has to. I, I think you have to get at least one score from and and whether and and it's whether it's defense or whether it's the specialty, like if it's punt return, you know. Those two groups have to kind of provide some points here, I think. Um, but the biggest thing to me also is to provide Iowa with a short field. If it's mm-hmm. always going to be that, that Iowa's Iowa is starting, you know, at the twenty at their own, at zone the, twenty, um, then it's going to be a long day. But um, if you can get in situations where you're, you you know where you, you start with the ball inside Michigan territory, you know whether you know however you get it there, um, I think you've got a good chance in this game to win. Because I don't think you want to overtax this offense too much and make it try to do too many things. So I do think it, it, it's incumbent on the special teams to come up with some big plays. And uh, the defense, I mean, obviously.
2: Uh, uh, Petrus. Uh, I'm assuming, met with you guys again yesterday. I saw some video, I'm assuming, it was from yesterday. He answers the, uh, he answers the bell every Tuesday with the media, which I think is great. Uh, what did he think of his game last week, and what did he think of the offense last week, Don? Did he see positives as far as taking steps forward?
3: Yeah, and he's said that you know every week you know he he the funniest thing is is we always try to press him on well okay what you know and he's like well I'm looking ahead to this week I'm not looking back this week but then he'll let okay we you know he you know, he thought they improved a little bit and so I, I I do think there is some improvement in this offense but I mean because I mean I think he's throwing the ball better but at the same time that offensive line still has to get better it yeah. still has to to improve and I mean you saw the other day especially early in that game, there were times when he just didn't have a lot of time to do anything. And so they're going to have to be at their best on Saturday. They can't afford too many flip-ups with the way Michigan plays defense.
0: Special teams, always a factor there. Saw Cooper Dejean back returning punts. Ken mentioned a little bit earlier, Arlen Bruce, and that load management that you said there. Cooper Dejean, kid's just different. Had the pick six, and <laughs> and he was out there returning punts. There was also a question I think maybe hinted at, we see Cooper play a little offense. Kirk wasn't ready to go there.
3: No, and, and as Kirk said, we need him on defense. Yeah, um, you know, and I mean, and and, and really, honestly, that is I, that probably might be a little too extreme right now. Mm-hmm. You know, a year from now, well, you never know. I mean, when once the once the guy gets more playing time and more experience, but you can tell there's there's a special talent there. And you know we we saw a glimpse of that last year in the bowl game when he when he,
0: he basically
3: ran from one side of the field to another to prevent a touchdown late in the game. Um, at least you know they ended up scoring anyway, but as Kirk said, it still gave them a chance. Um, so yeah, he's a really special talent. But right now, I think they they need him on defense. They need him in certain spots, and I I just I just don't think they want to mess with that right now. You know, down down the line, as you think about it, well, maybe. You know, but right now I think that's what they want to do.
2: John, I want to pick your brain on this. Um, uh, they, I will, will go to Champaign next week, take on the Illini. Uh, Bielema's group is in Wisconsin. Yeah, in Wisconsin this week. That's who they have. Um, where are you on Illinois? It, they really they lost to Indiana, which I have no idea that happened other than just an egregious mm-hmm. call. Wyoming's not very good. Virginia's okay. I uh, don't know anything about Chattanooga. Um, is this Illinois team, you know, when the schedule first came out, you're in oh, Illinois, that's a win. Might this game next week be a little trickier than some think?
3: Yeah, especially if they win this week. You know, because I mean, if they win this week, that gives them kind of a little bit of a leg up in that in that West Division. You start giving teams teams that are talented, but you know, just are trying to kind of figure themselves out. When you give them confidence like that, and, and they go in, and they go on the road and win a game like that, that makes them a little bit more dangerous. So, to me, this weekend is going to be kind of a bigger uh, of what 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 do they have? You know, um, because like you said, we, you know, we, they lost to Indiana. You know, they they they've played they haven't played some some really good teams we don't know what they are right now mm-hmm. but we'll know more if they if they win on saturday and yeah i think it's gonna be a difficult game but um you know nighttime at memorial stadium we'll let's see how many fans show up you know and again if they win this weekend that plays the back you know and so then it becomes a tougher environment and that sort of thing i don't, I, I hate it that it's a night game you know because they should schedule for me right they don't <laughs> yeah but they don't but um, but I mean yeah I mean if if they win this weekend that that changes the tone of that game I think considerably.
2: That's a BTN game. It's got to be right. Yeah yeah, yeah.
3: yes. Gotcha. Six thirty. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I said nobody schedules toward me. No. You know so um, you, you know, got, got a good know, one this
2: so. week right? You know what? k State and Iowa State at the same time they then. And, God darn it. Yeah.
3: yeah yeah. So they don't schedule for us. No no. Uh, I kinda, I like the eleven a.m. game. I think that, that's that's good way I can still be home by you know. Certain times, so
2: watch uh, your Dodgers.
3: Yeah, exactly. So playing for nothing. Um, was, well, you are just playing right now for top C, you know. And so let one get away ready, last you know. night. Yeah, you know, and I and I noticed San Diego media got all excited about it, and I was <laughs> like, yeah,
0: whatever, you know. So whatever. That's yeah, okay. Cool about the Dodgers until we get to Aren't October they in front twenty, yeah, something like that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. and they and they no. the uh, I, I saw the splits of. Padres in extra innings versus the Dodgers this year, and it's ridiculous. A They're split. up 20 games exactly. And if they were just, the Dodgers are just decent, and the Padres were not as elite as they've been in extra innings, they'd be up 25 right now. Jesus. It's just absolutely oh, yeah. ridiculous. Easily. Yeah. Hey, so. John, one final thing. Uh, little hoops. Sure. His basketball practice has started. I believe I saw a mm-hmm. picture of Josh Dix in action. He's uh, been cleared to go five, for five. Uh, five on mm-hmm. five, which is obviously huge for his development now, getting some of that confidence back. You've done your blue ribbon preseason preview on the Hawkeyes. Mm-hmm. Where are you? At minimum, is this an NCAA tournament team?
3: Yeah, I think so. And I mean, I you know, I I just think that I I just think that a lot of the guys that played well last year are going to get better. I think Tony Perkins had a great end of the season. I think he's going to get better. I think you know, I think Payne Sands is going to get better. Mm-hmm. I think that you know, I think you are going to get a lot out of Chris Murray this year. I think he's going to, I you know, he's not he may not get Keegan numbers, but I think he's going to be pretty good. So I, I just think they're they're just going to be better than what they were. At this time last year, mean, I, I just think they're that much more improved. Yeah, I think it's an NCAA tournament team.
2: Who's the second best team in the National League?
3: Uh, probably the Braves, and they, they may not win that division. Mm-hmm. You know, good you good never time. know what can happen. You know, so I mean, none of them scare me, but that's you know, so
4: um,
0: the arrogance but, of you Dodger fans.
3: <laughs> I know. So anyway, but but yeah, I'm never wrong about it. Well. <laughs> Except when you are. So. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Uh, John, too much disappointing. We won't be able to see it tomorrow night, but uh, we'll, we'll do it again. Thank you, John Camp, yeah. and we'll talk again real soon. Appreciate you coming Sorry, on, John. Have a good one. Yep, thank yep. you. John yep. Boenkamp, Uh Hawkeye Nation, of course, covers the Hawks for the AP uh, on, uh, on Saturdays. Good you think
0: stuff. Iowa NCAA tournament team?
2: Well, I'm hoping. I mean, well, of course. Um, I don't know, I'm in football mode so much. I, yeah. I like
0: their team. I do too. I, I like I, the team coming back. I'm so back. intrigued what they do at point guard. Uh-huh. You know I'm, I'm big time in the Tony Perkins camp. Yep. I've let him you be, have been. be the point guard. I'm, a, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued by Chris Murray. Is, is, is he got a Keegan step? He's got a step. I don't think scoring-wise, he's, he's not that kind of guy. He's more of a facilitator. He's always been more of a facilitator. I don't think he's going to average 23 a game. Mm-hmm. Can he average 18? Mm-hmm. What's Connor average minutes-wise? Connor McCaffrey.
2: 14 and 14, a half? Yeah. Put the number at that? I think Patrick McCaffrey's going to have a big, big year. He's got a chance, doesn't I he? I think he does. Yeah. I think he's going to have a big year. Uh, Peyton Sanford, likewise. i got a lot of his stuff. He's stock. up to
0: six foot nine now. Is
2: he really? <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Holy mackerel. He can, can shoot it. Yes, he can. I, I, yeah, I think they are a tournament team. I think so, too. On the surface, not knowing much about the conference. So right. kind of, I kind of feel like fanboy saying this. I'm clearly hoping for it. Yeah, I, I think we got two tournament teams. Maybe three because I
0: think Drake's oh, going to be good. I think they're going to be really good. I mm-hmm. think I would set the override at flat three. I wouldn't put it at two and a half because I think all three teams will be there. Mm-hmm. I'd have to do play around with Juice and put the over under at three because... Two and a half. Everybody's taking. No, over. you're taking the over.
2: Yeah, I think Drake is going to be good. Did you see the story about Austin Fife? He's still struggling Isn't with this long COVID. He had a major setback. Uh, this came from uh, Missouri Valley Conference media days when when Jacobson was down there. Mm-hmm. He mentioned it. Um, eh, what a sad story. It is awful. He was an excellent Oh, he was terrific. And just, I mean, circumstances, but health, you can't do it. No, nope. uh, We'll take a time. timeout. Uh, uh, Mitch Holtis on those Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, both of them coming off uh, losses this past weekend. Is the game going to be played there? We'll see what Mitch knows when he joins us next. Miller and Condon on a Wednesday, Des Moines Sports Station,
0: 106.3. On KXNO. Ah! The NFL action is was that, back. You? that was me. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. NFL Action is back in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and bigger wins. New customers bet just five bucks at any NFL team just to win the game. You'll get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up
2: same game parlays right now. For every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with bigger payouts than ever. Why would you bet football anywhere else? To make it even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all
0: season long. What you want to do right now, get out your phone and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code KXNO when you do, and you'll get $200 in free bets if the team you bet on, on the money line... Wins, placing a $5 bet on any football game. Again, promo code KXNO only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Iowa only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call at iowamom.org. Like many of you, my home was hit by the storm recently. My roof had hail damage. And I knew there was one place to call. It's Trent Condon. For Wolf Roofing. I've known the team at Wolf Roofing now for almost a decade. They're Central Iowans that care about community and doing the job right. Go with a company that you know. A company from here. Go with Wolf Roofing. Set up your appointment at 515-225-8866. 225-8866. Or online. Wolf Roofing. Fat Charlie's.
2: I'm Dr. Kevin Bain, dentist and chair of this year's Iowa Mission of Mercy, a free two-day dental clinic. The Iowa Mission of Mercy, or as you may know it, iMom, is coming to the Varied Industries building at the Iowa State Fairgrounds November 4th and 5th. Since 2008, this large free dental clinic has served more than 15,000 patients, totaling over $10 million in free dental care. We are still looking for dental professionals and general volunteers to assist with this great cause. Sign up today.
0: Wherever you get your podcast. I don't know about going out. I want some good food. Not just frozen food thrown in a fryer. Get that good bar fare at Fat Charlie's in Urbandale. I want a beer. They got me covered. I want to catch the game. How about 50 TVs? Including Thursday night football. If you're shut out at home, Fat Charlie's has you covered. Urbandale's upscale sports bar. It's Fat Charlie's. Just off 8035 on of the Douglas exit, I'll see you
1: at Flash Radio.
0: I don't know about you, but when I'm out, I want some good food. Not just frozen food thrown in a fryer. Get that good bar fare at Fat Charlie's in Urbandale. I want a beer? They got me covered. I want to catch the game? How about 50 TVs? Including Thursday night football. If you're shut out at home, Fat Charlie's has you covered. Urbandale's upscale sports bar. It's Fat Charlie's. Just off 8035 on the Douglas exit. I'll see you at Fat Charlie.
1: Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent.
2: Just past 11.30 on a Wednesday, Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KX and O plays of the day still to come. Circus Sports sponsors that. That's coming up here in about 15 minutes or thereabouts. Working on Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs fall to the Colts. Gets set to take on Tampa, who fell to the Packers this past weekend. This one's got some juice. Uh, Remains to be seen whether the NFL is going to move the affair or not. Uh, Right now, looking as so though Fort Myers, Sarasota area uh, is the eye of the storm. Not saying that it won't work its way up north, uh, but right now that's where the 200 mile an hour winds. My gosh, that's brutal. Fort Myers, that's where the Twins train. That's where the Red Sox train. That's where Sanibel Island is. It's such a beautiful area of Florida. Hope that they can get through. Uh, Mitch Holt is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Joins us. Papa John Central Iowa sponsors Mitch's weekly appearances. Mitch, Trent, and Ken, thank you for coming on. Has the NFL uh, made, uh, I'm sure they have, made the Chiefs aware that their potential of moving? moving this game to another city. What have you heard, Mitch?
4: Well, it's been in discussion as early as Monday. We're sitting here Wednesday just prior to noon. And first and foremost, before we do anything, I I was on hold. I mean, you're talking about Sanibel Island, Teva Island, just awesome places where a lot of us have vacationed or have Uh friends and family. And I mean, prayers to the whole Caribbean, to the Gulf Coast, all of it. Um, first of all, prayers out. I mean, this thing could be wicked. Um, maybe a cat five. And, mm-hmm. Um, so let's start there. Second thing is, yes, there were discussions as early as Monday about potential scenarios and then it intensified yesterday. Uh, and it's more so today, but it's also on a wait and see. Mm-hmm. I, I really think, uh, the folks in Tampa are waiting and seeing of like, what what's this going to do? And right now, it looks like the track of the main part of the storm would be south of Tampa. But uh, still, what what's the storm surge going to be like? What's the rainfall going to be like? What's the flooding going to be like? How much uh, damage to the folks um, up and down the coast, not just Tampa St. Pete? But uh, there's still a wait-and-see mode, and that, truthfully, is the latest um, as I've got it. So,
0: Mitch, how early does the team need to know? I mean, how how quickly does this need to come together in order to pull this off? And I also heard there's a possibility of moving even start time for the game and moving it off Sunday night football.
4: There's that potential, uh, I think, because the Chiefs play on the following Monday. We play the Raiders Mm. the following Monday. So if you pushed it back to one of those early COVID Monday night starts, Mm -hmm. think about that. the Chiefs would be Monday to Monday, so it's not going to put them in a you know disadvantage competitive wise. And I think the Bucks are at home after this game, so it would be a Monday Sunday, but home home. So that could be a scenario potentially. But you're also still talking about the region, Trent. I mean, yeah. if they're dealing with flooding and destruction and devastation, you got people that work that game. You got so does that mean Monday night? It's all hey, it's all good. Let's do it. I mean, there's there's that to take into account as well. They just don't know what it's going to do from a, a damage standpoint and, and uh, like to the folks there. So uh, whether it moves to Monday night or stays a Sunday or moves to Minneapolis or whatever is still all just a all scenarios at this point. It's a dotted line and a flow chart. Um, so uh, no, no. No determinations, only speculation.
2: Is Minneapolis the only city that they're discussing or making possible that might move there? Have you heard any others?
4: Well, I read accounts. This isn't from any discussion. I read the accounts that New Orleans said that they would be potentially mm-hmm. available too. But um, that you got to look at because New Orleans is they're playing in London uh, against the, um, with the Saints and Vikings in London, right? So that's why those two stadia became. Uh, so so so-called up for grabs for this game but um other than those two i mean somebody throughout new england but that was just some somebody posted that but if they move it out of the tampa st pete area i just have a feeling it would be either minnesota or new orleans
0: Gotcha. Interesting, as we kind uh, of figure everything else. Oh, by the way, there's a football I'd put game.
4: I'd Drake Stadium. If it was me, I'd put him <laughs> in Drake Stadium. Works for us. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Works we, for us. We would definitely take that. Let's talk about the game. A Tampa team that uh, defense looks great. The offense, though, woof, they're having issues. Mm-hmm. and Well, what, their injuries are on the IL. Yeah, wide receiver issues, suspensions last week. Uh, they've had a lot going on there. What do you see from this Tampa team? And short of the injuries, what's going wrong with Brady and company?
4: Guess what? my Ken is really going to like my answer to this, Trent. He will really, really like Mm -hmm. my answer to this. I think I've seen the 2022 Tampa Bay Buccaneers before. The 2015 Denver Broncos. Mm Yep. That's what this looks like. Uh After three weeks, when I pour into the numbers and I look and do the deep dive into them, if you think of the 15 Broncos, Peyton Manning was kind of hanging on. He's driving the bus. He's picking you up and dropping you off at school. But that team, of course, the 15 Broncos, were driven by that terrific defense.
2: No fly zone. I, th- I
4: think the Tampa Bay defense might be the most underrated unit yeah. of all 64 units. If we take 34 offense, 32 offenses and defenses, they this is the same group of flesh eaters that <laughs> made Super Bowl 55 miserable for the whole Chiefs kingdom. Pretty much the same dudes. Vitavia up front is just eats gaps. Um, the linebackers are spectacular. And Devin White and Levante David, the ex-Nebraska Cornhusker. I think it's Fort, Stock, Fort Scott Greyhound, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Uh, the safeties are excellent. Mike Edwards and Antoine Winfield Jr. played at Minnesota. Uh, the corners are okay, but their defensive front, uh, I mean, Shaq Barrett is on this team. They just This is an awesome Tampa Bay defense. Number one in the NFL in points allowed after three weeks. Uh, they take the ball away. They've got eight takeaways. I mentioned they're flush eaters. Last year they had uh, 47 sacks, 29 takeaways, and seven takeaways in two playoff games. They sack you, they harass you, they don't let you run, and they take the ball away. That's the story of Tampa Bay to me. The the specter or the, the aura of Tom Brady overshadows it, much like the shadow of uh, Peyton Manning over, over, overshadowed the, oh, the 2015 Bronco defense. But the, to me, this one and the same. The 22 bucks and the 15 Broncos.
2: Mm, That's a good analysis. Uh, And obviously, uh, Tampa is good against the run, and I would have to think that Kansas City wants to you know, jumpstart that running game, but they picked a bad week to do so, right? You go back to last week, they couldn't run the ball to save their life, the Chiefs. The Colts shut them down. Now, conversely, the the Chiefs did a nice job against Jonathan Taylor. I mean, going into that game, if you had to say to hold him to 70 yards or whatever it was, you'd sign for that in a heartbeat. How can the Chiefs get the running game going, Mitch?
4: Well, they did against the um, Cardinals, and they did somewhat enough, good enough, against the Chargers. They even closed up the game with a 52-yard run in the four-minute offense by Clyde Edwards-Elair. Last week, first and goal at the, what, three, and you can't punch it in. If they get that touchdown, they're going to win the game. uh, There was about 15 things that had to happen wrong for the Chiefs, and they all went wrong. Uh, but to your point, you've got to run enough, and you've got to establish the run early enough. They did that enough against the Arizona Cardinals and the Chargers. Did not last week because that defensive group, the defensive line of the Colts, now keep in mind the Colts didn't have Shaq Leonard, but they, that defensive line underrated for the Colts. This defensive line is better in my opinion. So, yes, there's a challenge there, but it's some design and a little bit of mindset and maybe uh, – Less of a perimeter run or counter type run uh, than it is just just getting after it. Try to get up in a lead power power O mode and get three or four yards even early in the game because three or four yards is a win against this defense early and you can't just let them pin their ears back, which is what they did in Super Bowl Fifty Five.
0: Not just obviously missing Harrison Bucker as a kicker and the way that it changed the complexity of that game, but special teams overall was a disappointment certainly on Sunday against the Colts. Where are we with Bucker getting him back? And, and just how it changes the gameplay of knowing in your back pocket if you're Andy Reid, you feel confident in trotting him out there for a 53-yarder if need be.
4: Well, and, and it was stunning really that, because for 10 years, and this is empirical data, I could have a whole segment with you guys on the Chief special teams over a 10-year period of Andy Reid, and they are number one in the National Football League. Number one in the four core areas, if we take the aggregate total. This is the equivalent of the valedictorian uh, in school that comes home with D D-plus on the quiz. Like, what was that? <laughs> and that's kind of what this game was against the Colts it wasn't just the miss pat the miss field goal Eamon amandola now cut it wasn't just the fake field goal which was not good it wasn't just the muff punt which started the whole sequence of events throughout the day it was also kickoff coverage now they didn't get one run back for a touchdown but i mean the Colts are getting out to the 35 and beyond on these on the kickoff returns so three of the four phases were won definitively by the Colts in special teams. The only area that wasn't is Tommy Townsend, who's been brilliant, leading the league right now uh, in gross, and net average for a punter. So it was alarming, and that's where I think that's a recalibration for Dave Tobe and everybody on that special teams unit to button things down. Because that usually wins games, Trent, for the Chiefs. It doesn't lose games. And last week it would be hard to argue against the fact that the special teams didn't take that game down the river.
2: Mm-hmm. we got like two minutes left. We want to save one of it for Papa John's. Fair to say that this past week was maybe Nick's, Nick Bolton's best game as a Chief?
4: No question. I mean, he had the scoop and score against the Broncos last year, but this was nine tackles, two sacks, stuffed Jonathan Taylor on a fourth down and one, uh, lightning fast. Uh, on blitzes. He covered, he played the, he did everything. Everything that you want a modern linebacker to do in this game. Uh, He did everything to win that game. And he's he's been consistent, Uh, Ken. He's not just flashing. It's not like, wow, that was a good play. Mm -hmm. You're expecting it now from him. So, Chiefs have a star on the rise in Nick Bolton.
2: I think they do too. Papa John's uh, got some great pizza. and It's made by some great people. Let's talk about them.
4: Sunday night football is all you need to know. Sunday night football. It is the I don't want to say the largest night for uh, Tom and Matt Donaldson and all their managers and all throughout the Papa John's of Iowa, but it's a big night. So I would plan ahead, work ahead for your watch party, listen party, uh, everything party. So go to PapaJohns.com. They got some specials going on now. They're kind of we're rearranging, waiting for some new September or sorry, new October specials. But um, quite honestly, I'd, I'd work ahead on it, get it set up, and, and enjoy. And the folks at Papa John's—they do so much because not only you're pizza, you're getting some. Uh, you're going to get involved with the uh, Juvenile Diabetes uh, and also Le- Leukemia Lymphoma Society. They do so much to help all Iowans.
2: Indeed, they do, Mitch. Uh, uh, yep. When will we know? When do you think you'll know what they, what what you're doing? Uh,
4: gosh, I wish I could tell you. Okay. Um, Wow. I've heard everything from 24 to 36 Jeez. hours. You would think though, I mean, I, I didn't answer Trent's question. He goes, when do you need to know? Uh-huh. Um, I mean, we were told on a Thursday morning that we were going to play Friday night in 2005 <laughs> with Hurricane Wilma at Miami. Wow. So probably 24 hours in advance would be the drop dead time, mm-hmm. maybe 36, but. Uh, i got a feeling it's going to be 36 to 48 hours on this decision.
2: We will talk to you next week. Thank you, Mitch Holtis. Appreciate See it. You guys. Yep, good to talk to you, Mitch Holtis. Papa John Central Iowa makes uh, our conversations, our weekly conversations with Mitch uh, possible. It's 1145. Trent's plays of the day. They come up next. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3.
0: You're a baseball. Is now the best time ever to own a single-family rental home in Des Moines. Trent Condon here from my good friends at Renner's Warehouse. And I'm here to tell you, housing prices are falling, but rents are rising. And with low inventories, they're stronger than ever. What does this mean for you? It's not always a seller's market, but it is always a renter's market, especially when you hire renter's warehouse to manage the process for you. With selling, you never know what you're going to get. With renting, you can be confident in your ability to earn monthly cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits for the long term. And with Renters Warehouse, you can sit back and collect the money. Tenants, they find the best. Rent, they collect it for you. Maintenance requests, they handle them 24-7. All for just one low monthly flat fee. They'll even warranty your tenants for free. Don't sell cash in and rent your home with Renters Warehouse instead. Find out how much rent your home can get by visiting Renterswarehouse.com or call five one five. bets off You may have heard me talking this summer about Fat Charlie's coming soon to Urbandale. It's an upscale sports bar serving high-end favorites. Well, now it's open. Just off the Douglas exit on 8035, 121st Street in Urbandale, that's where you'll find Fat Charlie's. And you'll find cold beer, good drinks, and great food. Pat Charlie's, now open. Roofing.net.
3: Get in on the action with the world's largest sportsbook right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call
0: Project. Like many of you, my home was hit by the storm recently. My roof had hail damage, and I knew there was one place to call. It's Trent Condon for Wolf Roofing. I've known the team at Wolf Roofing now for almost a decade. They're Central Iowans that care about community and doing the job right. Go with the company that you know—a company from here. Go with Wolf Roofing. Set up your appointment at 515-225-8866. 225-8866. Or online. Wolf Roofie in Urbandale.
1: Back to Miller and Condon on KXNO and Trent's Pick of the Day. Presented by Circus Sports Iowa.
2: All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Uh, final segment, before we get to Trent's play of the day, want to, uh, I'm sure most of you have heard that Des Moines Buccaneers, their home opener is on this Saturday. It's against Waterloo, 6 o'clock puck drop. But they can't play it at Buccaneer Arena. They are having trouble with the ice. And if you're going to play hockey, pretty much need, need ice. Yeah. Uh, and they're not going to be able to uh, uh, to open at Buccaneer Arena. So they're moving the game. Trent, you've been there, the Mid-American Energy a
0: recplex, that's what they call it? Yeah, if you're basically heading out of town, going down on 35, on, say you're on your way to Kansas City, uh-huh. it's basically the last exit of West Is that Des Grand? Grand, yeah. yeah. The new DMAC campus is there. That's where the moving DMU out in that area There's going to be. One of the new golf complexes is going to be out there. Jeez. And uh, it is growing, but that is the Recplex area. It is beautiful. It is immaculate. It's huge by the sounds of things. And it's going to be a really cool environment, too. I mean, you're looking for an environment, very intimate cool new venue and if you haven't been out there here's a great excuse go yep. out there check out the complex and watch some hockey with the Buccaneers.
2: yeah six o'clock puck drop i think the door is open for the season ticket rolls at four forty-five, just after five for everybody else so that's this coming saturday night's a six o'clock puck drop the des moines buccaneers all right their season gets underway trent you had a disappointing day yesterday it happens mm-hmm. uh
0: but the good news is they're singing the anthem at a whole bunch of ballparks again today so where are you going we're going to pare it down because again too many yesterday too many Went too deep, so I'm going back to three. And In fact, I'm going back to the well with ones that I was on the wrong side of a couple of them. Start with the Yankees, though. I was on the right side of that one. Minus 122. Judge another day. And I see there's a lot of props out there. These last seven days, bookmakers have killed. They absolutely up. have because people are betting home uh-huh. runs and getting on base and all these different things. And Judge, well, they just walking out there. Right. He's not getting that home run. I'm going to lay the minus 122, though, with Garrett Cole. Now, hang on
2: a second, because this goes against one of your trends. Because the Yankees clinched he yesterday.
0: did clinch. Well, another one I was looking at was the Cardinals. And And they clinched. I had to cross them off because of that one. The Yankees still too strong, and because Judge is still playing for something, Mm -hmm. and Mitch White, who is playing is pitching for the Jays, and at one twenty two price, it was too good to pass. I am with you. Baltimore gave up a lot yesterday, not two days in a row. Plus one ten, give me the Orioles and wrap it up with the Dodgers. They let one slip away last night, didn't they? I think the Orioles let one slip away, didn't they? They absolutely did. Um, Another one that I was on last night, also, yeah. I had a lot of bullpen blown. Should have played first fives. Remember when I did that a couple of years back? Was, oh, you were killing it. I was hot. You were crushing. Maybe that's what I need to do. Now,
2: was it playoffs you were doing that for? Yes. I think it was playoffs. It was. That you uh, fell into that uh, rabbit hole and you kept making money, so you stayed right there. Alright, that's going to do it for us. We're back tomorrow. What's coming up on the show tomorrow? Well, Lee Sterling will be part of it. Cappy's going to be a part of it. Sipple's going to be a part of it. And Rob Doster from Field to mm-hmm. 68. We're going to talk a little basketball hoops because they've put out a A competitor to the Blue Ribbon? I think so. I think so, too. Uh, So, busy show tomorrow. All right, Murph and Andy are coming up. They'll be here in an hour and five minutes. KXNO Drive, Heather and Sean at 3, and then Lystico and company with uh, Hawk Central tonight at 6. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX.